0: You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Davy Crockett's Pie Company, where all pies are served a la mode. So, let's start a war. Just like all territory in the United States, before it belonged to us, it belonged to someone else. When Texas was part of Mexico, it was a sparsely populated region with a mix of Native American tribes and some European settlers. Mexico had gained control of Texas in 1821 when it won its independence from Spain, and now it had to figure out how to manage a cash-strapped and politically unstable nation. There was no sense of unity, and Native American tribes raided settlements in the region, while American ranchers overstepped their bounds from the east. The Mexican government implemented policies to encourage immigration and settlement in Texas. Land grants were offered to empresarios, or agents, who recruited settlers to come to Texas to establish colonies. Among the most famous of all the empresarios was Stephen Austin, who brought many settlers from the United States to Texas in the 1820s. That name sounds familiar because the live music capital of the world is named after him. Texas was all about agriculture and ranching, and cotton was the main cash crop. The big cotton boom brought rich white farmers and the slave trade to Texas. Although Mexican law didn't allow for slavery, the big money from the cotton was enough to disobey those laws. Before long, there were more Americans in Texas than Mexicans, and the U.S. pressured the Mexican government to sell them the land. In 1830, the Mexican government grew fearful of the dissatisfied American population taking over the region, so they did an about-face and outlawed the immigration of Americans to Texas. Tensions developed between the Mexican government and the Anglo-American settlers who had migrated to Texas. There was a war brewing in the region, and only intensified when Mexico's new president, Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana, had Stephen Austin arrested and declared himself the dictator of Mexico. One of the American immigrants to Texas was a serious badass mofo who was about to give Santa Ana a bad day. Davy Crockett was an American frontiersman, soldier and politician who became famous in the 19th century for his exploits in the wilds of Tennessee and his adventures in the American West. As legend goes, he killed him a bar when he was only three. When you think of the raddest Americans, Davy Crockett always comes to mind. He's a major folk hero. Crockett grew up hunting and trapping in the woods and served as a soldier in the War of 1812. When he was elected to the United States Congress in 1827, he became known as a strong advocate for the rights of settlers and the expansion of the United States. When he lost his re-election bid for Congress, though, he told everyone, You can go to hell. I'm going to Texas. He was drawn to Texas by the promise of cheap land and the opportunity to continue his adventures in the West. With the region in peril and having no army of their own, Americans living in the Texas region put out a call for volunteers. They consisted of free African Americans, rebels, local residents, and of course, badasses like Davy Crockett and James Bowie. That's right, the guy with the rad knife. The Alamo was a former Spanish mission that the rebels believed was strategically important, as it lay along the route that Mexican General Santa Ana and his army would have to take to move northward into Texas. So, about 200 rebels hunkered down and waited for Santa Ana. Santa Ana's army consisted of about 6,000 soldiers, and they began a siege of the Alamo with a cannon barrage. Although tragically outnumbered, the Texas rebels refused to surrender, and fought fiercely for 13 days, using their superior marksmanship to inflict heavy casualties upon the Mexican army. Despite the bravery of the volunteers, they were eventually overwhelmed by the Mexican army. When the walls were breached, the battle was fierce, and hand-to-hand combat took place in many areas of the mission. In the end, Davy Crockett and all of the Texans defending the Alamo were killed. The famous battle cry, Remember the Alamo, became a symbol of Texan rebels' determination to win their freedom from Mexico. And they did. During the battle, and unbeknownst to the volunteers dying at the Alamo, Texan leaders drafted their own constitution and declared their independence as the Lone Star Republic. Six weeks after the fall of the Alamo, Texan forces under General Sam Houston defeated Santa Ana's army at the Battle of San Jacinto securing Texan independence and paving the way for Texas to eventually become a state in the United States of America. But not yet. With Texas as its own republic, stuck smack dab between the United States and Mexico, the war had only just begun.